Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 42 of the Early Parenting Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be exploring what you can expect with breastfeeding in the first week of life. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Early Parenting Podcast, where we help you navigate the somewhat tricky world of parenthood so you can love the crap out of being a mama. I'm your host, Jen Butler, and I'm an early parenting consultant and a mama of two busy, busy boys. Join me as I explore all things early parenting and deliver them to you in toddler-friendly, bite-sized lessons. Because let's be honest, your toddler is probably smothering pseudo-cream on the wall as we speak. I'll be dropping my hottest tips on baby and toddler sleep, feeding, boobs, behavior, and so much more. Are you ready to feel confident in motherhood? Let's dive in. This episode's brought to you by the Crying Baby Checklist, my brand new freebie, which takes you through the six most common reasons why your new baby will be crying. If you want to get an understanding of the most common reasons for why your baby's crying, what's going on with their development and why that crying's happening, and how to calm your crying baby, then make sure to download this freebie. You can download this freebie at jenbutler.mykajabi, which is K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash crying dash baby dash checklist. Make sure to grab your copy today. All right, on to the episode. Okay, let's dive in to talking about week one of breastfeeding because, man, it can have some highs and lows. So let's start with the first 24 hours. Now, your baby will have their first breastfeed within about 60 to 90 minutes of birth. Just take note of that because I often see in hospitals, things can get rushed quite a bit. Uh, Your baby can be born and then the expectations is that they pop on and feed straight away. So just bear in mind that it might take your baby to sort of settle in and attach to the breast within that first 60 to 90 minutes. So following this big first feed and their wild ride to be born, they often have quite a big sleep and some babies will be able to sleep as long as 10 hours. Now after that big sleep, it's game on. So many babies will spend the next few hours cluster feeding and spending most of their time at the breast. Now, let me reassure you that this behavior, this cluster feeding, it's not a reflection of low supply. So your baby is simply stocking up on the low volume, but absolutely nutrition packed colostrum. So your first milk and filling their little marble sized belly frequently. So you can imagine that marble sized belly they have, you have to fill it up often and then it's going to empty frequently. So this is why you are feeding so frequently in these early hours and days. So I remember after having Ted, he was born at 2.30 a.m. on the 29th of April. So essentially, I didn't sleep. I hadn't had a sleep since the night before I went into labor. I, I tried to have a sleep, but of course, I was in labor, so that kind of got in the way. Anyway, I then spent the day welcoming visitors and not sleeping all day. 
only to find that when I was ready to crash, I was finally ready to get some sleep and Ted, had, who had had his beautiful big first breastfeed and massive sleep, you know, from around 3.30 a.m., he was then ready to go on a crazy cluster feeding session. So let this be a lesson to protect yourself above all else in the early days and don't be afraid to delay visitors and really take note of trying to capture that big sleep they have after their first feed because that's going to mean that you can then tackle this cluster feeding session with a little bit of rest up your sleeve. So all this marvelous cluster feeding is helping to bring in your milk. So your milk usually comes in around days three to four. There are variations in this, so don't be alarmed if you are a bit different. Maybe it's earlier, maybe it's a little bit later. But definitely get in touch if it's beyond five days and your milk hasn't yet come in. Just concentrate on working, on feeding to demand and nailing the positioning attachment. And if you get these two things spot on before you leave hospital, then it's going to set your breastfeeding journey up for success. Many women experience engorgement in the early days of their milk coming in. So this can see overly full breasts and this in turn can cause difficulty in attaching your baby to your super full breasts. And most women will have an oversupply in about the first six, even up to 12 weeks of having your baby. So your baby will continue to have cluster feeding sessions even when your milk comes in. Mostly these occur in the late evening and even overnight. It can be a little bit tricky for mums who find themselves up awake around midnight having to do cluster feeding sessions. But again, all of this shifts if you are able to just see this through and as your baby's circadian rhythm starts to shift, the cluster feeding tends to happen more in the early evening as opposed to the late evening. So knowing the normal variations in milk supply over the first week of life just helps to normalize the changes that happen in those early days. And it will undoubtedly make the first week of breastfeeding your baby a little less overwhelming. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed that episode. I will be back again next week with a brand new episode for you. So I'll catch you then. Thanks for listening to the episode, Mama. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to share the episode with a friend, with your mother's group, or tag me at Jen Butler Early Parenting on Instagram. The more that know about this podcast, the more people I can help. If you're looking for support that is personalized for your babe and tailored to your family's needs, then make sure to head on over to my website, www.jenniferbutler.com com.au and check out how we can work together so you can move through motherhood with confidence. Catch you in the next episode, mama.